Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And Stephanie, do you want to explain to him why we are here recording from the couch and not live in front of our regular studio audience? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I will tell people that if they don't know already the chaos that we've been through over the last week, that they could go to ravenscraft.org and read your blog about everything that has been going on. Um if by some freak chance someone listening to this podcast doesn't know, um, we've had we've we, had our own Grey's Anatomy kind of experience, hasn't haven't we? No, because I would have given anything for the dramatization of of um, you know a doctor who one doctor who's only you know concerned about your case that that would have been cool. That doesn't happen in real life. Um, anyway. Uh, on Saturday, we had to take Cliff to the emergency room for some severe ab- abdominal pain that he was experiencing. And here we are sitting on our couch on Thursday. He was just released from the hospital today and uh, had surgery yesterday to remove his gallbladder. And um, it, it's been a very stressful week up to this point, but moving right along. That's right. We're here on the couch. And, uh, so uh, you'll we'll apologize in advance for the fact that it's just the quality of a couch cast. But hey, the good news is that we're awake, and I'm not currently on Percocet, so <laughs> we might even have a meaningful which, conversation. That's right, which you might be by the time we do the private practice one, right? That should be a fun one. So anyway, let's talk a little bit about this episode. Um, your first impression, uh, just overall feel of the episode, what'd you think? Okay, um... Overall, I enjoyed the episode, but I will say, I did not think it could be done, but Grey's Anatomy has done it. They brought back the VCR. They what? 12, 12, 12, 12. I don't get it. You don't get it. You seriously, you don't get it? 12, 12, 12, no. Okay. Um, The chief was again obsessed oh yeah okay now i get it now so now that that i explain it to you do you think that it's a little bit funny i mean yeah okay 12 12 yeah he's still going on about his 12s still flashing that stupid 12 um i think he's about ready to come out of it though i think that's maybe what this episode was about for him Okay, maybe, but the fact that the the chief of the hospital would just go in a room and lay there with a with a do not disturb sign on the door it just seems a little unrealistic. Really, because I I must say that, you know, obviously, you know, running my own business and everything, I've been very busy and consistently trying to figure out what what's the next thing I need to do to make all this stuff work, right? And I'll be honest with you, these this time off, while it was definitely not something I intended to have happen, it it's allowing me to say, it, it's giving me that need to just step back and say, hey, what what's going on here? What are, what are we doing? And I, I think sometimes you need to get away or, you know, at least lock yourself away from everybody, put a do not disturb sign and, and just sit back and think. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you have that. That That's fine. I hope this is the last we hear of that from him. 
I agree. If it's not, I mean, I already think they've taken it too far. So if it's not, then it is extremely overboard. Exactly. I agree. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's talk about some other things in this episode. So that's what we think about the chief story here. Mm -hmm. What do you think about Bailey? Um, I think Bailey wants to be the only one in the hospital doing everything. (laughs) I, I, Kind of got the impression tonight that, you know, only she's good enough to to do it. Is, and so, But um, but in, in a way that makes you want to be just like her. Does that make any sense at all? Mm, I don't think I understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I really understand what I mean either. Um, they definitely showed us tonight and they showed us before with... Um, with Denny's character that she gets attached to her patients and they've shown us with other patients along the way, but she definitely gets attached to these long-term patients and, and that I'm so distracted by your tumbly rumbling. I know. I'm not sure if you guys are picking it up, but if you listen by headphones, it's very possible that you'll hear my belly just going like crazy. Yeah. Um, so we should probably mention that Cliff also hasn't had any real substance since last Friday. So and they you. pumped my belly full of gas. Yeah, so it's it's making quite the quite the funny noises. Um, but so I I don't know. They really, you know, what they don't talk about anymore is Bailey's family. Oh yeah, the the marriage. Uh, Didn't they say they were working on it though? Didn't they allude they to that? Were, but then, like, allude to the fact that she works on. I mean, I get that they only cover her in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And not, I mean, you know, with with Meredith and Derek and, and sometimes with a few others, they will show their life outside of the hospital, whereas with Bailey, it's just mainly, you know. Just that one time when they showed that things were really not going kitchen, that great. Right. But, but they should at least mention it or something. I don't know. Anyway. No, I agree. I, I, I totally agree with you. It seems like ever since uh, you know her husband went to go work on Prison Break, it's just like <laughs> it's it's a it was a non-issue. But of course, he got sunk to the bottom of the river. Exactly. So, so it should, unless he's on something else that I don't know about right now. And they don't even need him to be in the show to they tell us that story. No, they just need to mention. You know, just somebody ask him how. You know, somebody ask her how um, Tuck the baby's doing or anything, a- anything to mention it. Right. Now, one of the things that happened recently is we sent out a newsletter. And I believe it was Ed Davis who wrote a story about Grey's Anatomy needs surgery. Did you read that? I I read part of it. I got distracted halfway through and never got back to it. So thank you for reminding me that I need to go back and finish reading that. I forgot what I was going to say. Go to gspn.tv slash list. And uh, you'll see it's the December 2008 newsletter, and you can you can read that article that he wrote, which we're going to be turning into like a, a the newsletter into like a blog on our site. So uh, we'll, we'll mention more about that in the future. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, he was talking about the fact that Grey's Anatomy needs to do some serious stuff. Right. The show needs to to really get back to some basics. And one of the things that I did like is the story with the the. Um, PDR, mm-hmm. the PDR and the young boy. 
both of, both of those stories were really good. They I were. I think it I think the story with the girl with the broken everything. She was funny. That, that was I think they went a little light on that storytelling and a little bit too much on um Erica or no, uh Callie mm-hmm. and uh um Mark Mark, yes. And their and their obsession with interns. Yeah, see I think they could have laid off the obsession a little bit. And made it more and made it more and, and, and focused a little bit more attention on well, they, the girl with the the tumor. Okay, they could, but also I've noticed that they try not to do t- more than you know, it seems that Shonda and the writers try not to write more than two you know, cases that really you know, draw you in. Does that? I mean, they make it apparent that, or they make it obvious that other things are going on in the hospital, but only um, involve you in the lives of two cases. Right. So, but I thought she was funny. Who's that? The the patient with the broken. Oh yeah. When she was saying that she doesn't even believe in God, but with all of the, you know, the broken rib and the broken arm, and she's just like, come on, you know. And but I love the way that they they brought it to you know. Brought it to a close at the end, and she's going to Denver to find you know. Yeah. The love well, of her life. I I I think that probably next week. We'll pro- we'll likely see the little boy again, and we'll even see the PDR again next week. So, um, I'm eager to see what mm-hmm. they do with that story. I liked how they brought the tie-in to the criminal with Derek, and that his dad was, you know, um, was was shot by people trying to take his watch, and so that was that was a good way to tie it in because they always make it about. Um, you know, have a connection between the case they're working on and what they're dealing with in their own life. And so that shows why he was so cold to that. He, They are supposed to treat them all the same. But he's right. They're not all the same. And um, just like on the private practice podcast, I had a hard time talking about the pedophile. You know, it, it's the it's the same. It's the same example, you know that's personally connected to the way they've written that character just as that was personally connected to me. Right. And, um, but I like that they tie that in and, and then when Meredith asked the, when she asked the guy, so how'd you get this, you know, how did this come to be lodged in your spine? He said, I got in a fight with a friend. And that's funny because that's kind of the fight that, that her and, and Christina are having right now. Stabbed in the back. It, it, yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Yeah, so th- that's pretty much all of that. The only one thing that I'm still not a fan of, and I don't think that, you know, they're, they're getting the clue. But, no. you know, Denny's got to go. Well, you know what? And there were a couple of times that I really thought that it was going to be over. I in thought that episode. I thought she was going to wish at the end that Denny would go away. I did too. Well, I thought I surely thought when they were having, when her and Alex were um, started having sex in the on call room that I mean clearly he disappeared, but I thought he would stay gone. And then I thought that when she was telling him it's my birthday, you know, are you going to get me anything? And he's like, I already did. I thought he was going to go away then, and. 
Um, and then at the end, I thought she was going to wish him away. But yeah, it, it's time to close that. Either explain it or close it. I don't even want to explain it anymore. I, there's, I don't. It, for you, is do you think it's possible that they can explain it in a way that that works for you? No. Okay. But I'd like to see him try. <laughs> You'd like to see him try. Well, obviously. I mean, come on. You've already. They're already working towards a train wreck. They might as well explode it too. You know, it's it's. I don't think they can come back from that. So, but I really think that they should. They should end it and move on. Yeah. What do you think about George O'Malley? We didn't see much of George again, did we? I mean, just a very little bit in the in the case with the girl, but you know, Meredith kind of shoved him out of his chair at the lunch table and it just seems like he's being pushed to the side. And have you heard the rumors about him? No. T.R. Knight's been asking to out of, get out of his contract. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That would explain that. Yeah, he, he's been begging them. I, from what I understand, he's been begging to be let go so he can go and do other things because they're just not writing anything for him anymore. They're, they're really not. And I, I can't say that I blame him for that, you know. If you've, if you've got this... Here's the thing. If you've got this this cat, this ensemble cast, they should be getting equal equal story time, you know, but they keep adding so many new things and new storylines that there's not any room for the people that are already there. Yeah, and and it's amazing how quickly um oh, Lexi, Lexipedia mm-hmm. Lexipedia. How it's amazing how quickly she's just like completely dumped George and yeah. and she's ready to just move on immediately. Well, I think she realized. I, see, I don't think how quickly that happened. I think maybe she realized that she wasn't in love with him, but was infatuated with the idea of him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you think Mark's the rebound on that? I don't think Mark's the rebound. Um, they really led to the fact that maybe that maybe her and Mark could build something. You know, he was telling, he was telling Callie, it wasn't just the great sex. We talked for hours and we, you know, we did this. So I don't think that it's really, I don't know. You can go and get the mind too, right? That's right. If you're going to get this, you're going to get this by golly. It's, it, they, they're a package deal. Gotcha. Anything else you want to bring up about this episode? I'm thinking, hold on. Oh, what do you think about Alex, how Alex reacted to Izzy seeing Denny? Do you think it was underplayed? Underplayed? I think it was a little underplayed, yeah. I think that, I think, I think Alex would be just a little bit more weirded out than the kind of quote unquote, um, patronizing her in a way. Well, I, I think maybe he's just accepted that he's always going to be with crazy girls and that's just the way it's gotta be. You know, I, I really was surprised that he didn't react, um, better or differently, you know? Yeah. Like, like let's get you some help kind of thing. Of course, when Rebecca had some issues that he denied that too. too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I was I was surprised, but not surprised by his reaction. But I, yeah. What do you think about the roller skate roller skating doctor? Um, my you said it was a play on Scrubs, but I think that 
she's a pediatric doctor and she's young and you know you've got these kids that you're treating who are some of whom are dying and you know they're scared and so a little fun could be necessary so she, it's because she's a pediatric di- doctor you think it's okay for her to go around with a little roller skate gym shoes maybe not in the way that they showed her do it but i don't see a problem with it maybe they're more comfortable for her yeah i just you know, i see them as if she's being skating, dangerous if she's skating around the the operating table then we got a problem but I can see a future storyline where Callie's like realigning some kind of bone. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, but no, I can see see her using it as as a means to cheer a sick kid up. Mm-hmm. I liked Alex signing the yes. the miracle or the wish form yeah. at the end. Although that was that was a little predictable, but yeah. it 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 really it really shows that. It really shows that even as even as a child, we, you know, we know our own body, and he knew that he knew that something was wrong. You know, more was wrong. Yeah, that he was sicker than that what they were letting on. Right. So, um, but yeah, it it was predictable, but I liked it. All right. Anything else? I'm. I'm going to say one more thing. Okay. When Izzy blew out her candle and the puff went across the black screen, I like that. That was cool. That was a cool little effect with the smoke. Absolutely. The only thing is I would have, I I really wish, and I would have been totally cool with no explanation if they would have just seen like Denny go puff with the smoke. (laughs) I mean, not like, you know, not in a mean way, but I'm just saying it would have been neat to see him, you know, kind of disappear with the smoke. Right. I really thought she was going to wish him away. Yeah. And then, but they, instead at the end, it's like, ah, let's just wish everything will stay the same. That you can have your dead sex and your life sex too. That's just crap. It is. It is. It is jump sharkish. Jump sharkish. (laughs) All right. I thought you said we were awake. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, folks, uh, if you don't listen to the private practice fan podcast, you'll definitely want to listen to that one because... I think after I'm done here, I'm going to grab myself some saltine crackers, a little bit of a Sprite, and two Percocets because I'm going to need to get some sleep tonight. So right. uh, after private practice, we should probably have a pretty decent conversation. We don't have to watch private practice tonight. We can watch it another night. Babe, I'm, I'm all for hanging out for a little bit longer. Of course, I might fall asleep. All right. Well, if you fall asleep, we'll just finish it later. All right. We'll talk to you all soon. Until next time, join Join the the community. community.